0: CONSPIRACY UNLIMITED, WITH RICHARD SERETT.
1: ON THIS EPISODE, THE EDITOR AND PUBLISHER OF AN ALTERNATIVE NEWSLETTER DISCUSSES RUSSIAN COLLUSION AND SPECIAL COUNSEL ROBERT MUELLER'S REPORT.
2: He's just tainting it by saying, but we're not exonerating the president. He had to put that in the report. We're not exonerating the president, even though we don't have enough evidence. In other words, keep looking, but I can't find anything. I mean, it's really shoddy work, and it shows the taint which Mueller has had all along as a deep state insider.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Paranormal Contractors. You'd be shocked to know how many people are experiencing some kind of paranormal activity in their home or business, perhaps even some kind of spirit oppression. It's not something that's discussed in public for fear of ridicule, but it is happening, and maybe it's happening to you or someone you care about. Make no mistake, this is a serious matter and my good friends at Paranormal Contractors treat it with the seriousness it deserves. Paranormal Contractors is a division of crime and trauma scene cleaners. They'll come to your home with the latest and best technology to investigate, authenticate, and remediate your ghost or demon problem. Why not put your mind at rest and take that first step? Call them right now at 1-866-724-0800 1-866-724-0800 or email them at paranormalcontractors at gmail.com and tell them Richard sent you. Check out their YouTube channel, Paranormal Contractors, for things that go
0: bump in the night. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serres, Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption. The secret machinations of powerful elites, revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs, here's Richard Serrett.
1: Welcome to your Monday. Joel Skousen from World Affairs Brief is here to discuss The end of the Robert Mueller investigation, which was a two-year counterintelligence investigation of the Russian government's efforts to interfere in the 2016 presidential election. According to its authorizing document, signed by Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein on May 17, 2017, the investigation's scope included allegations that there were links or coordination between Donald Trump's presidential campaign and the Russian government as well as any matters that arose or may arise directly from the investigation. The scope of the investigation also included potential obstruction of justice charges against Trump and others within the campaign. Conducted by the Department of Justice Special Counsel's office, headed by Robert Mueller, a Republican and former director of the FBI, the Special Counsel investigation began eight days after President Trump dismissed FBI Director James Comey who had been leading existing FBI investigations since July 2016 into links between Trump associates and Russian officials. Following Comey's firing, over 130 Democratic Party lawmakers in Congress called for the appointment of a special counsel while the FBI began investigating Trump for obstruction of justice. The special counsel's office took over both of these investigations from the FBI. When the investigation finally wrapped and the report was handed over to U.S. Attorney General William Barr. Barr issued a summary of the findings of the investigation and concluded Mueller did not find evidence that U.S. President Donald Trump's campaign conspired or coordinated with Russia to influence the 2016 presidential election, but they reached no conclusion on whether Trump obstructed justice. This has brought a hearty claim of vindication from Trump, but has also set the stage for new rounds of political And legal fighting here to discuss Joel Skousen is the publisher of the World Affairs Brief a weekly news analysis service found at worldaffairsbrief.com Joel is a political scientist by training and speaks multiple foreign languages which he uses in assessing information here and abroad he specializes in helping readers understand the hidden agenda of those that secretly control both political parties and the US government Joel Skousen, welcome back to Conspiracy Unlimited. How are you, my friend?
2: I'm just fine, Richard. It's good to be with you. It's been a while.
1: It has been. Too long. Let's talk about President Trump being exonerated by the Mueller investigation. And what I, I find interesting is instead of retreating with the uh, with their tails between their legs, the Democrats and even those in the media just seem to be doubling down.
2: Yes, it's, uh, it's really quite incredible. Um, It just shows that there's just no way that they're going to let up the pressure on Trump. Um, I mean, this is uh, a person who's not an insider. He is manipulable by them, as I've explained in my World Affairs brief many times. Uh, But he keeps changing his mind. He keeps going back on them. So they've got to get rid of him. And so they aren't going to take no for an answer.
1: Now, explain to me. Because the, the, the Democrats and some Republicans are demanding that the Mueller report be released in its entirety uh, to, to Congress and to the public. Uh, and uh, the Attorney General, William Barr, uh, some are, he said he would release it maybe in March and now maybe in, in mid April. Others are saying he shouldn't release it at all. What are your thoughts?
2: Well, I think uh, Mark Levin, who is uh, an attorney and uh, worked in previous administrations, really has the correct answer. He says, you know, you uh, it is improper to release material that um, was not sufficient to go before a grand jury or not sufficient to prosecute because it taints the name of those, and that's what Mueller has done, you know, so often during this investigation is go after people on um, process crimes, um, basically sets them up for uh, to, to tell a lie, he has NSA transcripts of what they said uh, to the Russian ambassador. He doesn't tell them, and he gets them to make a mistake, and then charges them for lying, like he did with uh, Michael Flynn. Uh, Paul Manafort, of course, had a uh, you know dozen uh, crimes that were you know uh, financial crimes or non-reporting crimes, but uh, nothing to do with uh, the Russian investigation.
1: So. It's, it's pretty clear, no no evidence of uh, collusion whatsoever. But then on the matter of obstruction, uh, Mueller was kind of non-committed. It was, uh, the wording was odd. He, he didn't exonerate him and yet he's saying there's not, not enough evidence to prosecute. Well, if there's not enough evidence to prosecute, isn't that exoneration?
2: Well, he's just tainting it by saying but we're not exonerating the president He had to put that in the report we're not exonerating the president even though we don't have enough evidence in other words keep looking uh, but i can't find anything i mean it's really shoddy work and it shows the taint which uh, Mueller has uh, had all along as a deep state insider this is a person who was deeply involved in covering up for the, nine, the government involvement in 9-11 as well as christopher ray who's now the fbi director and you know, William Barr is playing loyal to Trump for this thing, but he's deep state as well, you know, having been the fix-it man for George H.W. Bush, covered up for Iran-Contra, covered up for Gate, covered up for all the drug importation of the CIA during this period and afterwards. So it's um, Trump's not going to be able to win for losing. But as I said, he had no evidence whatsoever on either obstruction or um Russian collusion in, and Trump knew that uh, from the very beginning and of course they prosecuted him or they tried to prosecute him or clear him or taint him with obstruction because he was pushing back against the claims that there was collusion and he knew better.
1: Well as any innocent person would.
2: That's right. And of course they, pushing back is, is called obstruction when you're the President of the United States but it isn't.
1: And, and how can you obstruct as you point out in what uh, world news affairs how can you world affairs brief rather as you point out in world affairs brief how can you obstruct uh, an investigation when there's no crime
2: (laughs) that's right in fact you can push back all you want and there's no crime because uh, you know he's not guilty you're pushing back against a false accusation
1: so how do you think this is going to play out will Barr release it and if he does What's gonna What's gonna happen after that?
2: Well, by law, he has to redact the areas that are confidential, that are grand jury material that did not result in prosecution. By law, he has to redact those, and so he's not going to be able to release it. Uh, what I fear is that it's going to be leaked or something, you know, and then uh, it'll get around bar, and that's very possible.
1: Now, it has been suggested that that Mueller had actually arrived at this conclusion. He had finished the report. Prior to the midterms in 2018, and deliberately held it back so there would this be there would be this cloud over the president, over the Republicans, uh, in order to favor the Democrats in in the uh, in the midterm election. W- what do you hear? What do you know about that?
2: Absolutely true. Uh, held it back on purpose. He's never had any evidence, and so there wasn't any purpose in prolonging it. But he had to in order to taint the, the Trump during the uh, the midterms, and it did. Result in a, I mean, if had if he'd released this report and it come out like it was, I mean, uh, probably the Republican it would have turned things around. The Republicans may not have lost uh, the House. Now there's been a real backlash against the Democrats and uh, a surge in Trump popularity uh, because of this, but it's also telling. And I want to point out in the Mueller report, he still continued to make the case, and both of which were false that Russians hacking into uh, election computers, and uh, uh, of course they can falsify the trace of any particular hacking, and uh, you know the, the NSA is the best hackers in the world, and they know how to falsify their, uh, the trace wherever they go. Uh, but they also continue to push the, the falsehood, absolute falsehood, that the Russian government actors successfully hacked into computers and obtained emails in the Clinton campaign and Dem- Democratic Party organization. In fact, WikiLeaks denied the Russians were the source and claimed that there was a defector within the DNC and probably Seth Rich, who was later killed, uh, so he couldn't talk, uh, that leaked the emails over dissatisfaction on how the DNC betrayed uh, Bernie Sanders. So, you know, that's what's interesting is that he continues to push the false intelligence um, that was created in order to start this in the first place.
1: And, And as far as I recall, the FBI basically took it on the word of the DNC that their servers had been hacked. They, the DNC never turned their servers over to the FBI for further investigation. Is that accurate?
2: Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. And as um, I guess it was The Intercept pointed out, uh, uh, or maybe it was uh, William Binney, the NSA whistleblower, it could not have been a hack because some of the files were too big to be transmitted through the Internet.
1: Now, this isn't um, you know the, the subject of tonight's discussion necessarily, but while we while you mentioned Seth Rich, what's
2: happening with that investigation? Nothing at all. It, it has been completely buried, and as I reported in the World Affairs Brief, uh, the crucial information is that Seth Rich was alive, and they fixed him up, patched up the bleeding uh, from his shot, and then uh, uh, left him to recover in his room. Um, And the police came in and surrounded his room, refused to let the doctors have access to him, and he died.
1: And this almost immediate rush to judgment, not only by the Washington Police Department, but by the mayor saying, no, 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 don't look over here. It was a botched robbery, end of story. Did they ever release ballistic reports? Did they ever release the hospital where he was taken to?
2: Nothing just buried this story. It's just incredible cover-up.
1: Have you ever seen anything like that in all your years?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, boy, the cover-up of JFK assassination and Martin Luther King assassination in 9-11 is much, much bigger than this. But um, And we've often had cases where coroners uh, will falsify the cause of death, for example. In the Sandy Hook, for example, you never saw any ballistic reports matching uh, the bullet of the claimed AR-15 uh, that Lonzo was using, it wasn't an AR-15, those small bullets would have, at that speed, close range, would have gone right through children. Uh, so I'm convinced he was using a handgun, and uh, the rifle was uh, later implicated for gun control. They never matched bullets, for example, in the Las Vegas shooting with anybody who was killed, some of which were hit, hit three times. Those were not AR-15 bullets from that distance away. Uh, you just can't hit a person three times. Those were close-in shots from uh, uh, what we saw on video of uh, people uh, who were in, uh, in guard uniforms uh, opened up with 9mm uh, automatic weapons um, on people at close range. And that's why they don't show any ballistic reports, because it's not going to match. Neither mm. mm-hmm. of uh, his, of course, you know the media covered... The Las Vegas Review and Journal covered the other casinos that were shot up that same uh, on the first day. And then you heard nothing more about it. It was all paddock. So this is a modus operandi that we're dealing with. Um, you know, as I covered a uh, week prior, the New Zealand shooter, uh, there is no way that uh, this guy, even though he photographed a shot, he shot approximately uh, 40 rounds. I counted the shots as he went around. How do you get 50, 49 killed or 50 killed and 50 wounded with 49 shots?
1: You're saying there was a second shooter.
2: Had to be other shooters. And there's mm-hmm. that video that I posted where two other guys in baseball caps were leaving the premises with AR-15, or with uh, semi-automatic rifles. And, um, you know, other witnesses from my New Zealand contacts said there were, uh, they saw at least six shooters. So there were a lot of shooting, and, and none of the, there were no other additional shots going on while uh, Torrent was filming his New, uh, New Zealand massacre. I listened closely. That means that after he left, other shots and other people must have been killed, because he went to the second venue, he only got to shoot in the window, and he was harassed and chased away, and he was only able to kill seven people there. And so it tallies up to the to the dead, but it doesn't tally the 50 wounded. Where did they come from? Hmm.
1: Um, I want to circle back to uh, the Mueller investigation, if we could. Yes. And I, I think I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Was this an attempted coup d'etat?
2: Well, a coup d'etat means it's a takeover by force. Uh, It's uh, toppling the state by force, and this was not a toppling by force. Okay,
1: a soft coup, a soft coup
2: attempt. Well, uh, yeah, from the very beginning. I mean, they they decided to take Trump down through Russian collusion uh, even before he got elected. This was their just-in-case thing, and... uh, you know, they set him up uh, with this meeting with Don Jr., with this Russian attorney, uh, feeding the information to him that he had dirt, she had dirt on Hillary Clinton. She didn't know what they were talking about. She had no dirt. That's why the guy who set up the meeting didn't show up at the meeting. Mm-hmm. So that Don Trump Jr. couldn't turn to him and say, Hey, I thought you said she had dirt on Hillary Clinton. I mean, this was a real setup. Uh, they just falsified this entire thing.
1: What do we know about Christopher Steele, aside from being an ex-British spy?
2: Well, not much. He's never been investigated uh, you know even when the Republicans were in there, um, they never tried to uh, interview him. They never tried to get him extradited so that he could uh, you know testify about you know what he knew. Um, I'm, I'm really concerned. Uh, And there's a lot of Internet rumor now, including from Alex Jones, that uh, Trump is going after and going to prosecute all these deep state people and uh, go after the Hillary Clinton emails and all this stuff is going to blow wide open. And it's just not true. It's just not true. Uh, I mean, William Barr is deep state and uh, he's not going to prosecute Hillary Clinton or any of these other people who lied, like uh, James Clapper, who lied before Congress, saying there was no NSA spying.
1: Who do you, in the mainstream media, uh, that were really uh, propping up this, this whole scam? Who, give me some names of people that you think uh, were most, maybe responsible for perpetrating this.
2: Well, there's a, uh, you know several from CNN, um, uh, Manu Raju and Jeremy Herb, uh, Carl Bernstein and Jim Studo. Um, from the Atlantic, there's Natasha Bertrand. Um, NBC News was Ken uh, Delanian. Um, from The Guardian, which is leftish, we'd expect that. There was Luke Harding. Um, Yahoo News, there was Michael Iskopp. He played a major role, and he wrote not only for Yahoo, but for AP and various other things, too. Washington Post was in on this as well with Greg Miller. Uh, McClatchy, Greg Gordon, and Peter Stone were in there. I mean, BuzzFeed, which is a left-wing pro-Obama news source, Jason uh, Leopold and Anthony Cornier. uh, These are the main people who kept pushing it uh, almost every day. They've been totally discredited. Not one of them have apologized.
1: I call it my miracle tea. Life Change Tea Super Strength is a gentle daily cleanse which helps to prevent buildup in your colon, the key to maintaining healthy digestion. And every day I feel better and more energized. I have to say, it's probably the best thing I've ever put in my body. Well, next to the mighty Aphrodite's cooking, that is. Let's get that straight. But seriously, Life Change Tea is all organic, non-GMO, and caffeine free. I brew it and steep it cold, about two gallons at a time, enough to last the entire week. The first thing I do after rolling out of bed is I head straight to the fridge for a cold, refreshing glass. I'm also enjoying the Formula 13 peppermint tea, which is also organic, non-GMO, and caffeine-free. And I can honestly say, I plan to stay on Life Change Tea for the rest of my life. Feeling constipated, bloated, lethargic? Why not discover the many health benefits of Life Change Tea? Visit getthetea.com, getthetea.com. And as a faithful listener to this podcast, just enter the code UNLIMITED and your first purchase ships for free. Life Change Tea, from getthetea.com.
0: The truth goes through three stages. First, it is ridiculed. Then, it is violently opposed. Finally, it is accepted as self-evident. Let me just read that again, what that means. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett.
1: The publisher and editor of World Affairs Brief Joel Skousen is here discussing the Mueller report. How much of this was about diverting public attention away from what the Obama administration and Hillary Clinton were doing and and also the whole NSA spying?
2: I really don't think it was much of a diversion. It was a direct attempt to uh, get at Donald Trump, to destroy his credibility, to make it difficult for him to rule or to... uh, Administer, and uh, I think it was just aimed at Donald Trump. Uh, I mean, look, they've been they've been denying uh, that NSA spying, and to this day they're saying that we're only collecting metadata when you can't separate the content from the metadata until afterwards. So it's absolutely false that uh, the NSA is not spying, and so there's a there's a major. Ah, uh, problem here. Um, I'm surprised as well that the Republicans really didn't go after these people. And I found out, and I published in the World Affairs Brief that it was really Paul Ryan, as Speaker of the House, that wouldn't let um, Nunes and his other committees uh, um, go after Obama for. And now we know uh, uh, from um, people who've talked since the Mueller investigation that it was Obama that. Uh, Ordered the spying on the uh, on the Trump administration on Donald Trump uh, prior to his campaign or prior to his election.
1: Joel, so how- he should be
2: oh. prosecuted for that.
1: Joel, how do we subscribe to World Affairs Brief?
2: Well, the World Affairs Brief uh, is a uh, weekly subscription newsletter. It comes out every Friday. It costs forty eight dollars a year, so that's less than a dollar a week for my uh, fairly unique analysis. As I say, I'm. Probably one of the best experts on the deep state and the conspiracies that infest our government, and that's the point of view that I write from. I try to give out credit, credible information on what's a conspiracy and what isn't.
1: Do you do you think that if the the first of all, do you think the Republicans will will uh, win back the House in twenty twenty, and if so? Will they they start investigating those that were behind the uh, the Mueller
2: investigation? That's really hard to say. I think right now that the chances are pretty good that Donald Trump is going to get reelected um, because the Democrats are so busy shooting themselves in the foot over this new Green Deal, this outright socialism, but it seems to be buying into it but in terms of taking back the house we have to remember that the ones that were lost in the midterm election um, weren't really good uh... you know republican districts anyway and so uh, i just don't know how many of those can be flipped back around but i can tell you this that the establishment will do everything they can to make sure that the uh, donald trump doesn't have control of both houses now to be to be open about it even when donald trump had control of both houses both were under republican hands uh, it, it wasn't pro-trump i mean there was always a certain percentage of rhino republicans republicans in name only that would keep him from uh, winning even in the senate so donald trump never really could pass his uh, much of what he wanted to do and especially with paul ryan Apparently, Paul Ryan kept telling Trump that he didn't have the votes to pass an outright funding bill for the wall, and it wasn't true. He must have told him at least three times, you don't have the votes, I can't deliver. So he wouldn't bring it up for a vote, so that Paul Ryan wouldn't be embarrassed. So Paul Ryan has a lot to answer for. He pretended to be a conservative, but I think he'd uh, switched sides and gone over to the globalist side.
1: So... If Trump wins again in 2020, what what does the deep state have up its sleeve uh, next? Will it be uh, his, you know, tax uh, his income tax? What 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 what's next in their arsenal?
2: Well, several states, uh, Democratic states, are saying we won't put him on the ballot unless he releases his tax returns, and I'm just not sure how much that will pass constitutional muster. Uh, technically, the states do control the election, but whether or not they can put a candidate on uh, or off on something like not releasing his tax return is is pretty iffy right now. But that's one of the things that they'll try. Let me just say about this sh- Democrats shooting themselves in the foot, these people are not that dumb. I mean, this, is, um, this really does look like sabotage um, because, I mean, uh, they've got to come to the middle, but you know, it's going to be hard for them, all of these guys who have taken such radical leftist positions to backtrack and say, well, I'm not really, uh, so convinced about this now. I mean, Donald Trump will make mincemeat out of them in a campaign going back to their, uh, in a support for these these radical agendas.
0: Well, he
1: gave so, them he gave that. them his his campaign slogan, you know, the United States will never be a socialist country. Right? that's going to resonate with a lot of Are, people, a lot of moderate democrats. You
2: know, even though it already is a semi-socialist country and much of it is you know, been signed by Donald Trump. Uh, uh, his medical program was a little piece of socialism as well. So, you know, people don't really understand what real socialism is and uh, how much of it we've really got. But he you're right. Campaign-wise, he's going to make mincemeat out of them uh, because of that.
1: Whose party is it now, the Democratic Party? Is it Pelosi's or is it AOC's?
2: Well, AOC, of course and I covered this in the World Affairs Brief, was kind of uh, brought in in a talent scout type uh, thing and, and fed everything. I mean, if you ever see her speak off the cuff, she doesn't have but a high school education, uh, very, very poor grammar and, and speaking, and, and hymns and haws and can't collect her thoughts. But this uh, Justice um, Democrats who ran this poll and who basically put one of their chief people on her staff um, and that's ruled as a campaign violation now um, and funded her. I mean, they're the person controlling AOC and they're the one feeding all of this radical socialist uh, uh, agenda into the Democratic Party. But the fact that all the other Democrats are buying into it at least ex- except Diane Feinstein who, who who let a cat out of the bag in front of a bunch of high school students. Who, I
1: actually like the way she handled that. <laughs> she took oh, a lot I do. of flack, yeah.
2: Yeah, but what it what it told you is that she really wasn't buying it, even though there's pressure from her Democratic constituents to buy into this. And uh, she realized this is suicide. So is Diane Feinstein not part of the, uh, you know, this uh, this grand plan? I mean, I think it's a suicidal plan. I'd hate to think that they're trying to hand the election to Donald Trump because that'll hand more ammunition to those that claim that Donald Trump really is a controlled candidate. And I just don't see that. I, I see him being manipulated. He changes his mind. Puppet presidents don't change their mind. And they don't go back and forth. And the media doesn't attack a puppet president incessantly like, like they are Donald Trump. Look at George W. Bush. I mean, he was a controlled candidate. He was a puppet president. But he was a Republican. Did the media attack him? No. They let him skate for the entire time he was president.
1: And the takedown of uh, the uh, the ing of Joe Biden that's going on right now. I mean, let's face it. Uncle Joe is a little creepy, a little touchy-feely. Um, but is that being orchestrated by the, the radical wing of the, uh, the same people that, that hired actress AOC, I suppose? Um, they want to take down all of the moderates?
2: I don't see that. I see this really is, in fact, the mainstream media really isn't covering this. At least up until yesterday, when I was watching this, uh, but uh, you know, the alternate internet certainly is covering it, and uh, you know, InfoWars has really put out one of the most uh, comprehensive videos on all his touchy-feely things with young girls, and uh, it's scary. It's going to damage him, to be sure. And he was the moderate. I think they were looking for to come in and ride on a white horse. The only thing I can suspect about this shooting themselves in the foot is that if Hillary Clinton is going to resurrect herself, it will have to be from holding back and saying, you know, this is going to this is suicide, guys. I'm going to come in and play the moderate role at the last minute. Um, although, you know, she says I'm not going to run, but with caveats, and uh, I just can't believe that she's uh, going to bow out so easily.
1: Michelle Obama, will she? Uh... Will she be the Democrat Party's savior? Will she run?
2: It's possible, but you know she's got zero track record right now in terms of making any statements on anything, and so it's it's going to make her somewhat unbelievable. But you know, they're going to have if they're going to all shoot themselves in the foot over the socialism thing, they're going to have to have somebody come in and ride in on the white horse to save them. And Michelle Obama has. At least she doesn't have any damaging uh, stuff uh, other than being the wife of, Abra- of Barack Obama.
1: Mm-hmm. Once again, uh, Joel, how do we get? Uh, how do we
2: subscribe
1: to World Affairs Brief?
2: Everyone can go to worldaffairsbrief.com and click the big red subscribe button. And before they do, I recommend people email me at editor at com and ask for a free sample copy. And in that free sample, it tells people how to subscribe. They could even get a one-month trial of subscription for only $5.
1: Always a pleasure, Joel. Thank you so much.
2: My pleasure, Richard. Bye now.
1: Bye-bye. Okay, before I dim the lights in my little studio beneath the stairs, I'll be back with a few words on Episode 208 of Conspiracy Unlimited. If you're a fan of this podcast or my weekly radio program, The Conspiracy Show, or my YouTube channel, Strange Planet, I hope you'll consider becoming an official donor. A donation of $50 a month places you in the star chamber. $20 a month is the whistleblower tier, and a donation of just $10 per month makes you a truth seeker. Star Chamber and Whistleblower members can participate in an exclusive monthly online chat or video conference with me, and all donors are entered into a monthly draw for Strange Planet merchandise. Any monthly amount is welcome and greatly appreciated. Since YouTube demonetized my channel, I need your support more than ever. To become an official donor, go to patreon.com forward slash strange planet, patreon.com Forward/Strange Planet Coming up next time. You know him best as a JFK assassination researcher and the author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest, but he's also one heck of a fiction writer, and he'll be here to discuss his book The Unreals. We'll also discuss his love for time travel, the paranormal, and conspiracies. Join me Wednesday in conversation with Don Jeffries. Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now.
0: A new Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Blow your mind. That is all for now. Oh, and remember to share and give a five-star review because we have huge egos and need love. We're like cats, we need... We need constant petting.